One lady stopped by the fruit seller and said how much for the bananas. Madam, he said, five rupees per banana. The lady started bargaining. I will give you 25 rupees for seven bananas. The poor fruit seller needed his sales. He said, all right, madam, as you wish. She thought she had won by squeezing that poor person of a few rupees. Then she accompanied her Saheli, her friend, to the restaurant. She asked for the bill at the end of the meal. It was 1,200 rupees. She gave a hundred rupee tip and deposited their 1300 rupees. Again thinking she had done a great act of generosity. Why is it that we squeeze the poor so much? The Dead Sea is a body of water in the Middle East. Freshwater rivers pour into it, but nothing goes out since it has no outlet. The consequence is that the saline level of the water is about 10 times that of the sea. And as a result, apart from a few bacteria and fungi, no flora or fauna can survive in that water. Hence the name Dead Sea. Likewise, we receive so much from the universe and from God in the form of wealth, prosperity, talents, ability and knowledge. We must ensure an outlet for these, a way we can utilize them all in the service of humankind, universe and God. Otherwise, we will become like the Dead Sea. The little known secret of the world is that by giving in charity, your wealth never reduces. Saint Kabir said, Dana diye dhanana ghate, nadi ghate na neera, apne aankh dekh lo, yon kya kahe kabeer. He said, so many people extract water from the rivers. But have you found the river dwindling into a little stream? The more it gives away, the more creation gives to it. And the same is the case with wealth. Why is that so? The reason is nothing belongs to us in the first place. We are only caretakers of God's property. And it's our bounden duty to use what we have in service for His pleasure. When we do that, He fills us up with even more so we can enhance our giving. Hence, the scriptures say, Yad yad ishtatamam loke yachate priyamatmanaha tattan nivedayen mahyam sajanantyaya kalpate. 
whatever is dear to you whatever you cherish the most offer that in service to the lord and sir chanantyai he will multiply it infinite fold and give it back to you actually the biggest giver is the miser and why is that so one of the very famous misers in history has been j paul jetty in the 1940s and 1950s he got oil field rights in saudi arabia and he became a multimillionaire in the year 1957 forbes magazine declared him to be the richest man in the world he used to live in the suburbs of london where he had a 700 acre estate but his stinginess was very famous he used to wear rumpled clothes and tattered sweaters he had installed a public telephone in his estate so if any guest wished to use the phone he would not have to pay the bill for it one incident is related when he invited his friends to join him at a circus and they reached a little before so j paul jetty asked them let's go for a stroll and they continued strolling until the show began at 5 and that is when he purchased the tickets and took them in later on they realized the delay was because he had read a sign after 5 pm the rates half to save that little bit he had arranged for the delay but ultimately at the end of his life he left everything behind why because there is no way we can take anything with us when anyone dies what do people ask nagar set kitna apne sath le gaye how much did this billionaire take with him of course not they all say how much did he leave behind and the answer is he left everything so that is why let us not delay in the act of giving somebody said when god sends prosperity your way rather than enhancing your standard of living increase your level of giving let's read about this from the art and science of happiness there are three stages in human life one learn acquire education and skills two earn use your talent to generate wealth and three return give back to the world most people focus on the first two but miss out on the third however if we do not give back our wealth will remain impure nature will then force us to spend 
on medical bills and doctor's fees. Therefore, to purify our wealth, we must open our hearts to charity. Compare wealth to cow dung. Both possess the potential to nurture. Cow dung is excellent manure, rich in nutrients for plants. When spread out on the earth, it improves the soil and nourishes vegetation. But if piled in one place, it breeds pathogens and stinks. The nature of wealth is much the same. When hoarded in one place, it increases pride and breeds vices. But when distributed, it bestows prosperity and well-being. Here, I would like to add the concept of charity with dignity. One lady stopped by the fruit seller and said how much for the bananas. Madam, he said, five rupees per banana. The lady started bargaining. I will give you 25 rupees for seven bananas. The poor fruit seller needed his sales. He said, all right, madam, as you wish. She thought she had won by squeezing that poor person of a few rupees. Then she accompanied her Saheli, her friend, to the restaurant. She asked for the bill at the end of the meal. It was 1,200 rupees. She gave a 100 rupee tip and deposited there 1,300 rupees. Again thinking she had done a great act of generosity. Why is it that we squeeze the poor so much? One person used to instruct his son that look, these poor people, for them every rupee is important. Do not bargain too much with them. So when a poor boy would come to sell goods, he would, without bargaining, pay the price. Next time you are purchasing from a poor person, remember, if you don't bargain, you are giving charity with dignity for the person who is receiving it.